Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 520 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Second episode of the day, November 21st, 2023. Gave my initial reaction earlier today about Mike Schilt being hired as the next manager of the San Diego Padres. I think that it's the safest move. I think it's the right move considering the candidates. I wanted to skip Schumacher, but I knew that that wasn't like a realistic thing that was going to happen. Mike Schilt. A.J. Preller, they spoke to the media here moments ago at Petco Park. And, man, I thought it was a pretty darn good press conference from Mike Schilt. First impression, not first impression, but first impression as manager. We've, we've heard from him before. We heard from him as the St. Louis Cardinals manager. This was not like Jace Tingler where it was our first introduction to who this guy was and hearing him talk and knowing what he looked like and all of that. like. No, this was different. He'd already been in the organization for a couple years, but it, what he said, I loved what he said, and I feel like spring training, what we're going to see on the field during those drills and all that, like getting down to the fundamentals and all that, I think it's going to make a lot of fans feel good, like this team is going in the right direction. And hopefully 2024 is going to be a lot better than the 2023 season was. I have some clips that I'm going to play from this press conference, what I think were the highlights of this press conference, some of the main things. If you were not watching this or you were not listening to this live when it happened, I'll be playing some of these clips. I'll be showing the clips on YouTube. So if you want to watch the visual of it, I recommend you go into YouTube if you're on the podcast platforms or if you're listening on the podcast platforms and you just want to listen, feel free to do that. Thank you so much for tuning in here. 
If you want to join the show, you can click that link that's pinned up at the top of the chat. If you have any thoughts on the Mike Schilt hiring, had any thoughts on what AJ Preller talked, uh, what he told the media today when he was talking with the media. Uh, but yeah, without further ado, let's get started here. This was the moment I am going to remember, no doubt about this. I'm going to remember this for maybe the rest of my life. AJ Preller. Don Orsillo, he's introducing A.J. Preller, you know, kicking it off to A.J. A.J., usually when they hire a manager, A.J.'s been through this a few times here, gives his opening thoughts. Why is this guy the right manager? How excited is A.J. Preller for this guy to be the next manager of the team? But before that, A.J. had some words about Peter Seidler, obviously, because Peter Seidler had passed away last week. This was the first time that AJ had talked publicly since Peter Seidler's passing. And AJ definitely got choked, choked up here. So here's AJ Preller. As well, um, it's been amazing to see the outpouring of, of love and support for Peter from Padre fans, from the San Diego community, uh, from the baseball world, and throughout the country. Uh, for me personally, he's an amazing uh, boss, mentor, friend. Um, I think our main connection we shared uh, we shared the love of the game of baseball, um, and coaches, players, um, definitely the fans, and especially uh, you know especially you know scouting and and, and being on the field. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, we also shared a love of really big baggy clothes in some strange <laughs> fashion sense. Um, and just in talking to our players and our staff and our organization the last uh, the last week, um, not that we need any extra motivation this year, but uh, Peter's message of being best in class, um, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we follow through on that this year down here at Petco. Um, and I'm looking forward to the baseball gods smiling down many moments this year on, on our club. So um, Peter be very excited about today. As we announce Mike Schilt as the manager of the San Diego Padres. That got me. When I was watching that live, that got me. When I was watching it again right here, that got me. Um, we might not agree on things with A.J. Preller. Some might think that A.J. Preller should continue to run the show. Some might think that A.J. Preller has gotten enough chances already and they need to go some go to somebody else. But I think we can all agree that A.J. Preller and Peter Seidler's relationship was just different. It was special. And Peter really believed in A.J. Preller, really believed in what A.J. was doing with this organization, believed that A.J. was going to be that GM that was going to get the Padres to the World Series and lift that World Series trophy one day. And again, we might not all agree on, you know, Peter, his loyalty to AJ, but I respect it. I've said this before. That's what I want in a boss, someone to have that much faith in me. The belief, the optimism, their relationship was just different. And so, yeah, that got me. And especially when AJ talked about there at the end about how one day the baseball guides baseball gods are going to shine down on the Padres because that was Peter's big phrase that he said 
I think it's spring training when he was asked about, it might've been a financial question because obviously with the big payroll, there were questions about sustainability and all that. And Peter always looked at things glass half full, glass half three quarters, or not glass half, but glass three quarters full. I think that's what, what uh, Ron Fowler told the Union Tribune when Peter passed away. And I, I thought he put that really, really well. Not just glass half full, but optimism beyond that with everything. No, no, no. Don't worry about the financial stuff. Worry about where are we going to have this World Series parade? Is it going to be on land? Is it going to be on sea? Is it going to be on both? I remember him telling that to Kevin Acey. And just, yeah, just that optimism. It's, it's, it's changed the way I look at things, definitely. Um, I try to look at things definitely glass half full. Maybe not everything, but I try to look at most things glass half full from now on. Uh, and yeah, Peter, Peter's going to be missed. And yeah, that, that AJ Preller part right there, that got me. I think some fans think of AJ Preller almost like no feelings and boring with his press conferences and says a lot of stuff without saying a whole lot of stuff, but there's emotion in there for sure. And we saw that today. This is the first time that I remember seeing AJ Preller at a press conference visually emotional like that. We've seen him smile and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that, but like visually choked up and emotional. And I don't get choked up and emotional a ton on this show, but I'm going to show my, my true feelings. And when I can't keep it together, I can't keep it together. And that's what we saw with AJ here at this press conference to start it off. And I absolutely love that. It's painful. We, we want Peter to be here, but I love seeing, you know, that emotion from someone like that when we don't see it a ton. You know, it's, it just reminds you that, no, these are human beings. It's not, these aren't just robots. They, they definitely have emotions and that, that relationship, man, that relationship was special. All right. The next thing that I wanted to get into here, this was AJ Preller, his opening comments on Mike Schilt. As we announced, Mike Schilt is the manager of the San Diego Padres. Uh, this story it really started a couple of years ago with Mike. Um, you know, hey, we, we sat down and talked to him about, uh, about managing the club two years ago. Mike honestly just said he probably wasn't ready at that moment, uh, but he was excited to join an organization where he could learn and grow from and where he could use his expertise and knowledge to help that organization. Um, first and foremost, uh, Mike is a baseball expert. You know, his acumen in the game, X's and O's, strategy, how to teach the game, how to progress uh, the game on the field. Uh, it's been built for many years of, of managing, um, you know, many bus rides, uh, many conversations in clubhouses, chalk talks, instructional leagues, eventually as a major league coach and as a major league manager. Mike Schilt teams are uh, very prepared and detail-oriented. Um, you know, from the years of talking to Mike and especially in the last couple of seasons, his communication with, with players and his style is very open and transparent. Um, you know, talking to Tommy Pham, Blake Snell, Adron Chamber, Chambers, guys that I've had the opportunity to come across over the last few years, uh, they talk about Mike as a mentor, uh, as a leader. Some it's impacted them both on and off the field. Um, you know, Mike is, 
he takes a lot of pride in being labeled as an organization person. Uh, and I, I think that's going to serve us very well. He's had the opportunity over the last two years to get to know staff members, minor leagues, and the major leagues and our players. I look forward to him giving a voice to those staff members here in the years to come uh, to help the Padres be best in class on the field. And lastly, and most importantly, the game's about winning, and Mike's done a ton of winning, uh, both at the amateur level um, and obviously at the minor league level. He's won three championships in the years that he was down there. At the big league level, 17 games in a row, which uh, knocked us out of the playoffs in 2021. We saw that firsthand. Uh, and obviously getting to the playoffs multiple times as, as, as the manager of the Cardinals. So we're extremely excited today to announce Mike Schill as the next manager of the Padres. And so that was that. I'm, I was, that was just the rest of the video is him putting on the jersey, putting on the hat, and all that. But yeah, I mean, with AJ, what he talked about there in the opening comments there, what stuck out to me was the detail-oriented, prepared. I'm not saying that Bob Melvin didn't care about that. But I feel like Mike Schilt is someone where, like, talk about sharing the same vision as AJ Preller, wanting to do the early work in batting practice. I believe he was one of the coaches that was hitting fungos to infielders to players pregame in early work with some of the lesser-named guys when he was with the Padres, when he was, you know, at the major league level in San Diego because he would bounce around because he wasn't, like, on the coaching staff. Although he was on it as, like, a third-base coach when Matt Williams was going through his uh, problems last year, obviously, with his health. Um, but, yeah, just the little things, detail-oriented. And I think... You know, spring training, I feel like a lot of managers in baseball make things about the details and the PFPs and the little information, the basics, getting things down to the basics. But then does that stay the entire season or is it just a spring training thing? And then after that, you know, when the season gets going, then you just do whatever. With Mike Schilt, I hope that what they do in spring training I'm not saying they have to do PFPs every day or do little things like that with the fielders and batters and situational stuff. They have to do that every day for batting practice. But if things aren't going right, then go back to the basics instead of not having individual plans with guys. But going back to the basics, being a team. Mike Schilt mentioned that here, I think in his opening comments, and I'll play that here in a sec. But like, making sure they're a team and they're together. And he made sure to mention, I'm not saying that they weren't together. He, he made sure to say that he wasn't saying that the Padres weren't together last year, but continuing to be a team, like that's going to be crucial because there's hard times. We obviously saw that in 2023 here, hard times, bumpy. It's not easy to make the postseason. Padres saw that, right? It wasn't easy even in 2022 to make the postseason. So continue to be a team. And I think leadership's going to be important as well. The leaders in the clubhouse, the leaders up top, starting with Mike Schilt as the manager there. And the Cardinals' way was brought up in this press conference, and Mike Schilt was like, well, not really Cardinal way, but now Padre way. Like, just winning baseball. 
how do you win baseball games? You know, and he kept mentioning about being a team. And I think that's going to be very important, obviously, here going into the offseason, into 2024, spring training, and throughout the season. You look at the great teams around baseball, and it looks like they're a team. I mean, the Phillies, I know they didn't win the World Series in 2022, but they got there. They were a team, you know, this past postseason. I know the Phillies, they didn't win it. They got upset by the D-backs, but they did have a series lead over Arizona. They played like a team. It looked like they enjoyed each other. They cared about each other. You know, like playing as a team really does matter. And hopefully that happens here in 2024. Here are Mike Schultz's opening comments. And what I want to say, I want to also echo some of my thoughts on Mr. Seidler in the passing with him. Um, you know, last two years, uh, when I first joined the organization, one of the things besides the um, AJ's advocation for me joining the organization and, and my wanting to be with AJ and, and learn from him and, and be a part of this organization, uh, Mr. Seidler promised to meet with me once a month for a standing meeting um, just to talk baseball and get to know me. And that was really appealing to me. And candidly, I thought the owner of the team would, would follow up on his word but maybe carve out 10 minutes here or there. And he actually carved out an hour to an hour and a half every time. And I cherish the 10-plus times I was able to sit down with him, talk baseball, talk life, talk community, um, talk charity. And I just, uh, you know, what a beautiful soul, as everybody knows. And just uh, very blessed to have gotten to know such a fine gentleman with such a pure goodness about him. And... To AJ's point, I want to also echo, uh, I'm going to be a big part in helping carry his vision for the San Diego Padres moving forward to ultimately us winning a first world championship, World Series championship for the San Diego Padres and for the city of San Diego. And I'm really excited about it. And so that'll be uh, one way we can remember the great legacy of, of Peter Seidler. And I'm also excited about the ownership that exists and, and staying in, in the family and and um, some of the people involved that I've gotten to know that clearly are first in class as well. So um, next I want to thank this gentleman beside me right here. Um, I am really excited to partner with, with A.J. Preller. I've appreciated and respected the work that's been done in this organization for years and the ability to accrue talent and the way things have operated. And then when I've gotten over here, I've enjoyed the opportunity to get to know him. And I look forward to partnering with him and working side-by-side side to develop um, that world championship that we, we all seek. So thanks, AJ. Appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of people I'd like to thank, people that have been supporting me the last several years. I'm really grateful for a second act. Not everybody gets it. Um, you take it for granted. There's only 30 of these jobs, and I can promise you I won't take this one for granted. And I'm excited about our team. I'm sure we're getting some questions about what that looks like, but I love our group. It's a fantastic group of young men with clear talent. And um, ultimately what we're here to do is win. And we're going to do it together as an organization from the front office to the ownership, to the clubhouse, through our, our player development department that's really making strides in developing the next championship quality players. So I'm excited um, and welcome uh, any and all questions. All right, so there was Mike Schilt, his opening comments here today at Petco Park. Two main takeaways I got there. First off, Peter Seidler, you know, 
the the conversations, the monthly conversations that Peter Seidler promised Mike Schilt. Schilt thought maybe 10 minutes, you know, fulfill the promise, but not spend a whole ton of time with Mike Schilt. He's just a coach on the team. He's, you know, Peter Seidler is the chairman of the team. He's got probably much better things to do than talk with a coach on the Padres uh, staff for over an hour. But that's what happened. That's who Peter Seidler was, like really caring about everyone in that organization, everyone that he touched. It just felt like every person had a positive thing to say about Peter Seidler. And that was no exception there with Mike Schilt. Now, the second thing, the end there, talking about winning baseball. At the end of the day, what matters is, you know, winning baseball. And hopefully with Mike Schilt here, like he means that like literally. So if things are slipping, things aren't going well, he won't be afraid to maybe make a hard decision, make a change, send a message to make it clear like, no, I'm not here to mess around. It's here. We're here to win. So I'm going to be interested to see what happens if things do. You obviously don't want things to go south at all, but it's a long season. And so if things start to go south, we might not see it, by the way, but maybe behind the scenes stuff. He can, you know, start to change things and steer that boat. I think I said this on the show earlier today, steer that thing around and make things go back north, you know, going in the right direction. Um, he also talked about here more on winning baseball. He talked about winning the division. I'll get to that clip here, but here is the here's another clip about him talking about winning will uh, resonate with the group moving forward. You know, ultimately, it's going to be about playing winning baseball. And I alluded to it, you know, it's really has four components to me. There's a lot of things that fall into these components, but it starts with us being together. And I don't want to misrepresent this group wasn't together last year. That wouldn't be, the, that wouldn't be accurate. Um, just making sure we, we continue to develop a team and, uh, and a one mentality of singular purpose to win baseball games. Um, and then we're going to play the game fundamentally sound. You know, we're going to play the game right. We're going to throw strikes. We're going to catch the baseball. Uh, we're going to be really efficient with our offense. We're going to run the bases well. We're going to be a very detailed, buttoned-up club. And we're also going to have a lot of fun. We're going to enjoy it. You know, we've got a fun group, you know, with the guys with a lot of talent. So, you know, I love it when Toddy does his moonwalk back to first base. And I love Manny Machado's million-dollar smile. And I love Joe Musgrove's passion for the city and his competition. And here's what I can go on and on. And, our son Kim flying around the field, you know, um, playing the game the right way with a lot of heart and desire and, and talent. So, you know, we're going to get it. We're going to have a good time with it. We're going to play with some swagger, but we're also going to play with some substance as well. Yeah, that fires me up right there. You know, what he said, he's going through some certain players. Now, what he didn't mention was Juan Soto's name, which I thought was interesting. But he mentioned Tatis. Now, I guess he didn't mention Bogarts, but he mentioned. Tatis and Manny, his smile, and Kim flying around the bases. Uh, you know, playing fundamentally sound baseball, winning baseball, throwing strikes. And that might sound like that's just a nothing quote. Like, of course, he's going to say that. But with Mike Schilt's experience in baseball and fundamentally sound and the cardinal way and all that, it feels like to me like he's truly going to try to implement that at spring training as the manager of this team and do the little things right. Every little thing that you can do right, do it. Don't take one, don't take something off. 
You know, go full at it. Preparation, everything. Because the better you are prepared, the better chance you have at probably succeeding on the field. That's probably what he would tell you um, if I were to ask him a question about being prepared and all of that. So, yeah, uh, it fires me up. You know, his press conference, I liked what I heard. There's more clips, and I'm going to continue to play these clips here. But, yeah, just winning Winning the division was another thing that he got to here. Um, and obviously it's about winning. And of course, every manager will say in their press conference, you know, ultimately it's about winning baseball. But I truly believe that with Mike Schilt. And part of the reason why I believe that is because he has been able to do it as a manager in the big leagues before. Not World Series, but he's won a lot of baseball games to get to the postseason consistently in those three full seasons he was there as the St. Louis Cardinals manager. And so hopefully he can do what he did there, get those players to buy in, run through a wall for him, do the little things right, be prepared, fundamentally sound baseball. The fundamentally sound teams, you know, those, those teams can have that advantage. Being fundamentally sound, doing all the little things right, you're playing a team that doesn't do all the little things right, you can have an advantage, and that can get you a few more wins and that can get you into the post that can get you into the postseason. That can get you into winning the division. That can get you a postseason win. That can win you a postseason series. So yeah, it is those little it is the little things. And like I said earlier, hopefully it's not just a, a spring training thing. It's not just something that is being said. And it's something that they're literally gonna live by throughout the season. Doesn't matter at what point the season is in. And they do those little things. And I think that can add up. Here's Mike Schilt on winning the National League West. Now, look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more than ready. I'm hungry and ready to get after it and ready to, ready to win a lot of baseball games. And, you know, we talk about winning the World Series, and, and clearly that's the North Star, as has been alluded to. we got to start winning this, you know, win our division. You know, we haven't, haven't competed as well to, you know, win that division in the NL West the last couple of years. And, you know, I expect that to be the first goal was to knock down the West and, and move forward from there. Bob Melvin probably, I don't remember, he probably said something similar to this when he was introduced as the Padres manager and everything was all well between him and A.J. Preller at that time, right? And the relationship, it seems like, would only, you know, deteriorate, get worse from there. But yeah, winning the West, it's not everything. And we've seen that in the postseason. Teams that win the division, that does not guarantee them anything. The Dodgers, the Braves, the Orioles, if you can keep going, teams that win the division, it does not mean that you're going to go to the World Series or win the World Series. But if you're going to ask yourself, truly, would you rather win the division or would you rather get in as a wild card team? You'd rather win the division. You'd rather say, in the regular season, we were better than the Los Angeles Dodgers. We haven't been able to say that in a long time. So, yeah, it would be good to say that. And just not even talking about the Dodgers thing, but talking about winning the division, I think the NOS is going to be a good division this next season. D-backs just made it to the World Series. Giants with Bo Mill, they're going to try to get better, obviously. The Dodgers are the Dodgers. Who knows if they have Otani when all things are said and done. And then we got us hopefully being motivated, coming off a disappointing 2023 and obviously trying to win one for Peter, right? 
I think it's going to be a good division. So whoever wins the division, I assume they're going to get a bye as one of the top two seeds. And would you rather have the bye or would you rather have to play in the wild card round? And don't bring up, oh, the layoff, the long layoff. I'd actually rather play in the wild card round. No, you would not rather play in the wild card round. That's BS. If you actually think that, I'm sorry, you're lying. I just don't believe you. Of course you'd want the buy. And then when you get to the division series after whoever wins that wild card series and they play you and you get home field advantage, play better than that other team. You just got to play better baseball, right? We all would rather have the buy. So winning the West, yes, that should be their goal. Not just get into the postseason. Now, at the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? We're trying to win the World Series. But regular season, go win the West. You win the West, I think that means that you had a pretty darn good regular season. You have a good baseball team, and you're going to be feeling good going into the postseason, and you're probably going to be feeling good against whatever, whoever the opponent is in that division series. You'll have, hopefully, you'll have home field advantage in the division series, assuming it's a, you know, one of the top two seeds. And there you go. So, yeah, I like that. I like hearing that from Mike Schilt. You know, obviously the North Star winning the World Series, that's obviously the goal. Continuing Peter Seidler's legacy. I think he said all the right things today. Um, Todd Strain of NBC, he questioned A.J. Preller, had a question for Preller about what's the franchise going to look like with no Peter Seidler running things. With Peter Seidler, they knew what they were getting. They're all in on winning, spending money on the club, improving the fan experience. Padre fans don't know much about Eric Cassandra and how this organization is going to work moving forward. Can you kind of walk us through how it's going to work and shed some light on what will be similar and what will be different? Yeah, I mean, I think with, with Peter, I think, um, you know, again, like it's, it's, it's not just Peter. It's a phenomenal family, you know, like the Seidler family and, and obviously their, their, you know, their experience and history in the game of baseball. And I think, you know, from, from Eric Rubner, myself, the conversations with Eric Gutsenda here over, the, over the, the last few years, his partnership with Peter, and then here in the last few months. Um, yeah, I think we understand that everybody's on the same page in terms of this is long-term, um, you know, the, the, the vision that Peter set out in terms of, you know, long-term, every single season, having the ability to compete for championships, playing into October, and understanding that, yeah, you need you need talented players, talented rosters, and, and resources to do that. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I think from from our standpoint, that's the marching orders going forward, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're excited about continuing what's been set in motion the last few years. So, continuing what has been happening here with this Padres organization, having the resources, having good players, talent, continuing to try to win a championship. That's what AJ was going to say. So, I think. Really, for me, on what's this going to look like, I think it's going to look sort of like the same. Now, not payroll-wise, but trying to win, having a lot of talent on this team in their primes. It's going to look the same here for the next few years. But I wonder what it's going to look like after that, where, okay, these guys, they're not getting any younger, obviously. Maybe they're getting closer to the end of their primes, but they're still locked down long-term. What is it going to look like? Is this a three-year window? Is this a four- or five-year window? What's going to happen after that, right? I think that's a big question. Right now, yeah, I think, I mean, they have to try to win because of the position that they're in talent-wise. You know, the payroll is still going to be, at least that's what the expectation is. It's been reported 
around $200 million. That's still one of the highest payrolls in Major League Baseball. I think probably a top 10 payroll in Major League Baseball, top third in Major League Baseball. So I like where they're at payroll-wise. They're still trying to win, obviously. That's the goal. What's it going to look like without Peter? I think the, the, the big question on that, we'll know, I think, more years and years and years down the road when these contracts that are here now are you know, getting closer to the end or they're all done. Um, Jim Russell, he actually asked a question. Good for him. Also showed his bald head again at the end of the press conference. He looked at the camera and, you know, for anyone that knows, you know, kind of inside joke, if you know, you know, on John and Jim about how he ruined Xander Bogart's press conference because he showed his bald head was right in the middle as Bogey was taking a picture with everyone on the stage. I think MLB Network showed it and Jim's head was right in the middle, right in the way. And he put his phone up there. It's like, dude, get out of the way. You're ruining the camera angle. You're, you're ruining it. Um, he didn't ruin it there, but what we saw on the, the YouTube stream was he looked at the camera in the back and then went and stood there again. Weren't taking the pictures at that time that we saw when the stream cut out, but yeah, it was, it was just a funny moment. Um, Juan Soto's future. Jim Russell asked that question to AJ. Jim Russell? Yes, for AJ. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Scott Boris mentioned that um, Juan Soto was in your plans for this upcoming season. Do you think that Juan Soto will be here next year, and do you expect him to be part of your plans for up- upcoming season? Yeah, I think you know, Juan Soto's, you know, a uh, player like that's always in your plans. You know, I think obviously that's, you know, the off season will, you know, we'll, we'll get to the next couple of weeks and, um, you know, continue conversations with, with Scott, Juan, and kind of get a sense of where he's at for, you know, what, what it means down the road for San Diego in terms of a contract and then also, you know, we uh, we understand the value of Juan playing for us, you know, next year on a, on a contract year. So having his bat in the lineup is important. Um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're always in, from an off-season standpoint, you'll listen and we'll listen. But we, we think our position player team is very strong. Um, we'd like to keep that position player team together. Um, we also understand we've got to go out and add some pitching to the group that we currently have. So I think that's what the next few weeks will be about. I like that answer from AJ. We're, we're going to listen, and that's his job, by the way. Like, you should be listening on Juan Soto trades. If there's someone that blows your socks off, then, yeah, you, you have to be listening. You don't need to fool around with offers that aren't even close to what you, you're, you're asking for. But, yeah, you should be listening. You should be listening on a bunch of guys because that's your job. Doesn't mean you have to, you know, sit there for five hours considering their deal. But yeah, you should be listening. But yeah, keep this player group together, this position player group. I think it's a talented position player group. Shoot, Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Jake Cronenworth, Hassan Kim. I think there's talent there. Sure, did guys have down years in 2023? They did. But can they bounce back? I think they can. Are those guys talented? Have they shown that they can hit at the big league level? They have. So yeah, I think, Keeping those guys together is going to be important. The Padres don't want to trade Juan Soto. I'm going to say that again. The Padres don't want to trade Juan Soto. If they wanted to trade Juan Soto, that would it would just be dumb. And they should find new jobs because it doesn't make sense to want to want to trade a guy as talented as Juan Soto. But they might have to deal him 
based on payroll and it just making sense to have more of a I don't know complete roster just fill some other holes and then you can fill the outfield hole in a cheaper way again based on payroll and maybe some mandates from higher up from the higher ups ownership Eric Kutsenda right because he's the interim control person right now chairman of the team they don't want to trade Juan, but they might have to. So that's 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 why we're going to be having those conversations this offseason. But yeah, I think you want to keep that position player group together. But you do have to listen on some of these guys because there could be a team that comes along that offers you a deal where it's like, hmm, it might, it might make sense because of reasons A, B, and C. Maybe they have players that are young, controllable, that can help you now and in the future. Those can help fill holes that you have at a cheaper price, which would make sense. You can save some money not having Juan Soto's contract. Maybe you get a piece back that you can replace Juan Soto with. You don't feel like you can sign someone like Soto long-term, and so it might make sense. But no, this Padres team, they don't want to trade Juan Soto because I think they want to try to go win it all in 2024, and Juan Soto helps you win baseball games. I don't think that's a hot take. So we'll see what Juan Soto's future ends up being. But yeah, thank you to Jim for asking that question because I was waiting for someone to ask about Soto's future here at the presser. I wonder how many guys Schilt has reached out to, how the players feel about this move. I mean, I imagine A.J. Preller talked with players, star players on this team, the leaders of this team about Mike Schilt, their thoughts on Mike Schilt. Seems like Preller talked to Tommy Pham about Mike Schilt. Tommy Pham played for Mike Schilt prior to now uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals, right? Before he went to the Tampa Bay Rays, and then he went to the Rays to the Padres, then uh, went from the Padres to, where'd he go? He signed with the Mets, right? I don't think I'm missing a team. Then he got traded from the Mets to the D-backs, obviously. Went to the World Series with the D-backs. But yeah, I mean, Tommy Pham's been around. and So he knows if Mike Schilt's a good manager or not. And it seems like Tommy gave a good recommendation there. I see Bomani. He is here. Does he want to join the show? Bomani? Bomani? Yeah, Ben. Yeah, I got you. Have any questions? Ben? Yeah, I got you. Uh... Uh, yeah, I do, but, you know, I mean, this is a team that has, I pretty much moved on, you know, Ben, from San Diego, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a different uniform now. Which, which uniform is that? I think, huh? Okay, sorry, sorry. You probably won't like it, Ben, but. Your uh, your your mic's not working good, or your mic's working, but the there's background noise and all that. So put your message in the chat. I'm gonna go through the chat here after this um quick break. Check out Gaglione Bros famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website gaglionebros.com for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well.
All right, getting to some people in the chat here. Let's see if there's any thoughts on this press conference on Mike Schilt, AJ Preller. Lizzie says he named players that play with swagger, but also he wants them to play with substance. Yeah. I mean, Hassan Kim, he named Hassan Kim. Sure, he plays with a little bit of swagger, but I think he plays uh, good fundamental baseball. He hustles all the time. He's really good defensively. He's improving offensively. I, I think Schilt's a big fan of Hassan Kim. He's obviously a big fan of Manny, big fan of Tatis. He didn't mention Soto. I thought he was going to, but he didn't. Maybe he knows something that we don't. Uh, but he also didn't mention Bogarts. But Bogarts doesn't really play with much swagger, right? He's more of just, I'm going to go out there, do my job. I don't think people see him as a this big, like, flashy player or anything like that. George says, Padres need hitting and pitching. I agree with that. Yeah, catching, first, real first base, power bat, DH, outfield help. We'll see what happens with Trent Grisham. What is his future? Does Tatis move to center field? Pitching-wise, obviously, with the rotation, Waka, Lugo, they're gone. Snell's probably gone. Hayter's gone. Martinez, who knows? We'll see. I want him to return. Bench depth. This is the fun part, right? Like, I was interested, obviously, in the manager search, but now we can start talking about rumors and who the Padres could be interested in and all that. Like, this is the fun, the hot stove part of the offseason. We'll get through Thanksgiving here, and then we've got... The winter meetings coming up in December. I believe it's in Nashville this year. So this is where it gets exciting. We can start talking about rumors and where free agents are going to land and trades and all that. So I'm definitely have plenty of that coming up here on the Talking Friars YouTube channel here on the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Lizzie says, Schilt seems like he is a worker. His resume is impressive. He knows all facets of the game. You can tell when he speaks. Hopefully that resonates with our players. I agree. Definitely seems like he's a worker. He has a ton of experience in baseball. Um, if I go to, now I know Wikipedia is not the most reliable thing, but I don't know why people would want to lie about Mike Schilt's baseball experience. If I go to his professional career, and he was talking about this at the, the presser today as well, I mean, Schilt started here in Major League Baseball career as an associate scout with the league for three seasons. He moved on to the St. Louis Cardinals organization. He started as an area scout in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, for those areas. And as someone that used to know a big-time scout in Major League Baseball, area scouts are huge in the baseball industry, obviously. Those are, they like scout those players, obviously, in the area, and then they recommend those players to higher-ups, cross-checkers, and then they come out, get as many eyes on that player as possible. So they're a big part. And then on a recommendation from future GM John Mosellock, Schilt began his minor league coaching career as a part-time coach, sent to single-A affiliate for the Cardinals, New York Penn League, part-time coach during 2004-2005, continued his scouting duties at that time, promoted to a full-time coaching position in 2006, and then kept coaching with the single-A affiliate until 2007, then coordinated Cardinals minor league spring training workout camp in 2008, then became the hitting coach for Johnson City Cardinals 2008 season. So he's been in this for a long time. 
a long, it's 2023. He's been in this since, at least in the minor leagues with the Cardinals, you know, 2004, 2005. That's, that's two decades there. That's a long time. And then he was, he was obviously involved even before that. Played high school baseball, then college baseball. Then after his career ended, he was a coach at West Charlotte High School. Um, then after leaving there, he was hired by UNC Charlotte to become an assistant coach for the baseball team. Held that position for five years. During the offseason, he owned a baseball training facility in North Carolina, becoming a full-time baseball instructor to area youths. So that's five years that he worked there with, in college before starting his professional career in the Cardinals organization. So more than two decades, he's been in this for a long time. So yes, he is a worker. Resume is impressive. And I don't know how, if you're a player there, you don't respect Mike Schilt right out of the gate. And they obviously have a relationship with him. They know him. Players that have been in the Padres organization for the last couple of years, they know him as well. So yeah, I'm excited about this. I know some are like, okay, whatever. And then you move on. And it's just the manager. Like, He's a better manager if they have a better roster, right? Uh, but a manager does play uh, a significant role here, and I think he can be a positive impact here for this Padres team. As I said earlier today, we'll see what the coaching staff looks like. AJ, he was asked a question about that, I believe, at the presser today and just gave the, the generic answer of, yeah, well, we're, you know, we're, we're looking into that, starting that process. There's, there's plenty of coaches that are under contract, he mentioned, and. Schilt also mentioned that he's welcoming the opportunity to, to work with those guys as well. So I think Ben Fritz is going to return. Ruben Diebla, I think he's going to return. Uh, Ryan Flaherty, I think he'll return in some capacity. We'll see if Benji Gill ends up being on the coaching staff. Phil Nevin, we'll see if he ends up going to the Mets or he ends up staying here with the Padres, not staying with the Padres, but staying on the West Coast and being with the Padres. We'll see... If Adrian Gonzalez ends up being a coach, or is is Yadi Molina interested? And in, you know, we'll see what happens. That that's just stuff that's being floated out there on social media. But it would be interesting. It would be very interesting to see someone like Adrian Gonzalez be a hitting coach, or Yadi Molina be on the coaching staff. Because Mike Schilt managed Yadi or Molina, and we know Yadi is super super bright. Obviously, Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame catcher. So we'll see what happens there with the coaching staff. Chad says, hopefully Pete Preller lets Schilt do his thing. Yes, I agree. I think, I mean, they mentioned collaboration and com continuing to communicate. That's going to be big. And according to reports, you know, Melvin and Preller, they it didn't seem like they were communicating very often at the end there. So whatever happens, they need to keep communicating. And hopefully their relationship does not end up being bad like every other manager's relationship, it seems like ended up being with A.J. Preller. So I, I understand anyone that is like, well, A.J.'s still here, so it's just going to work out the same. Schilt's going to end up being gone after a couple years, and then maybe there's a new GM, maybe Preller's gone, but it's not going to work out. I don't blame you for having that opinion, but I'm trying to look at this being optimistic. This is different. I said this earlier today on the first show that I did today when Schilt was hired. Schilt is not Bob Melvin. Schilt is not Tingler. He's not Andy Green. Ton of baseball experience like Bob Melvin had, but he's been in the Padres organization. This was not their first interactions. He knows A.J. Preller. A.J. knows Schilt. The players know Schilt. Schilt knows the players. 
Schultz knows people in the minor leagues. He knows staff members in the minor leagues. He knows the coaching staff. So I hope, uh, looking at this glass half full here, I hope that those things can help this process, you know, be a, a seamless transition, a really good transition to Schilt being the manager, and this offseason can get underway, and the communication's going to be good, and it's going to end up working out. Yeah, there is the two-year deal thing, which is interesting. I think that that really is just, and that was not asked. That question, I, I was hoping that question was going to be asked. Maybe it's going to be asked um, later or in a one-on-one -on -one situation and not you know, publicly in front of the world, live-streamed, you know, press conference up there. Maybe someone didn't want to ask it that way. They can ask the question one-on-one -on -one and put it, put a quote in there in a story somewhere. Um, but yeah, two-year contract, what does that mean? Is that the Padres' ownership? Being like, AJ, this is your last guy. If things don't work out this year, don't make the postseason. Schilt's gone and you're gone. So it's just less guaranteed money that they have to give to Mike Schilt. Or is this the Padres don't believe too much in Mike Schilt, so they're not going to line up his contract with AJ Preller's contract. AJ's contract, by the way, is through 2026. Schilt is through 2025. So, yeah, maybe we'll get an answer on that or someone will ask the question and we won't get much of an answer on that. But that definitely was an interesting thing. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I did see Bomani here. He was trying to get on the show. Connection wasn't great. There was a lot of background noise. He says he's a Dodger fan now. All right, well, have fun with that. I think, look, I think there's Padres fans that are loyal to this team, diehard Padres fans. They're never going to stop being Padres fans. And then there's others. So good luck with that. All right, that's it. Talking for hours, episode 520. AJ Preller, Mike Schilt, they talked to the media. What were your thoughts? Did you like the press conference? Your first impression of new Padres manager, Mike Schilt? Give your thoughts in the comments on YouTube, at Talking Friars on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks so much for the support. I appreciate it. Just a reminder of my fantastic, fantastic partners, Gaglion Bros, main partner of the show, best cheesesteaks and garlic fries in San Diego. You can visit their website. Their main location is on Friars Road. Amazing cheesesteaks, amazing garlic fries and cheesesteak fries. Check them out. Foco and Breaking Tea, they both have some holiday sales, some Black Friday sales going on. So visit their websites if you're interested in Foco's, Padres, Collectibles, Bobbleheads, Breaking Teas, shirts and sweatshirts. And Underdog Fantasy, 100% deposit match up to $100. Click that link in the description there. Baseball season is over, but there's plenty of other things that you can place picks on NBA, NFL, other sports as well, college, all that. And then SeatGeek, code Talking Friars, $20 off your order. No Padres games, but there are other events on there as well. There's concerts, I believe, on there. So feel free to use that to your advantage. That's it. Thank you so much again for your time. I don't take it for granted. I definitely appreciate it. Have a great night.